Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Uh, mostly. I'm evil. Evil. You can call me evil. New Year's evil. Dude, In all seriousness, though. This movie is actually great, though. Like, I, like we started out making fun of it. Nah, this movie is, is good. This is some good stuff right here. Okay? Um, this is some fun shit. It really is. Like, this is some fun, fun stuff. Uh, this is what they call a canon movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I liked this a lot, actually. Um, man, I just, like, I'm so happy we're in the 80s because it's just, like, oof. You get things like, like this. The lighting is great. You get just things drenched in neon and, like... You get like interesting soundtracks going on now with like oh. rock music coming into oh, the play man. and like punk music and stuff. There's like everything going on. It's just like totally 80s. 80s are here and I'm so excited. The soundtrack to this is it's really good. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I thought they were going to keep playing the same song over and over but they didn't, which was good. So. They boomed you. Mhm. And man, this whole movie kind of like boomed me in a way cuz like you first see it because we watched New Year's Evil, right? So you mm-hmm. first see it, you see the poster, and you're like, okay, it's just going to be a generic, stupid-ass, like, slasher flick called New Year's Evil. What a, what a pun. You know, it's like... Um, <clears throat> we got another pun coming later yeah. in the year. It's like, you know what you're in for, and it's like... I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect, but my expectations were low. Yeah. Um. But this kind of exceeded them, and I'm happy to say that I actually really enjoyed this movie, and it kind of blew my expectations out of the water. Um, I did not expect to have as much fun as I did with this movie, um, but damn it, is it, entertain- is it entertaining as hell. I liked this a lot. This is fun. Um, I mean, I I previewed like five minutes of this thing just to make sure it's not a fucking hee-haw comedy. So I basically like watched like a little snippet of the opening with like the rock song and like the op and like the credits. So I was already like kind of like okay, I'm probably going to like this. Yeah. Um I would say at this point like before we get into like the play by play, um if you're into like 80s slasher movies, you should probably go watch this. Like I mean Oh yeah. Like it's worth a watch. It's only an hour and a, a 35 minutes long. Go watch it and then come back and just listen to us like gush about it because it it <clears throat> like for any problems I had they're just like co- totally like swept by they're swept under the rug by like all the stuff I liked about the movie yeah um because I did think a few plot points didn't go as far as they should have and like they kind of left things kind of too open in certain parts in Mm -hmm. my opinion but those are like just it's like small little nitpicks it doesn't take away from the overall entertainment value and i can totally see how someone would think this is total shit right oh i i mean i look i get it but i don't i mean i don't i don't don't really get it either because it's like just turn your brain off and enjoy the ride yes it's cheesy yes it's campy but that adds to the entertainment it's a slasher movie yes it's not supposed to be like super serious the whole entire movie well, you either get it or you don't but if you're and in, i get it if you're in the kind of campy cheesy slasher movies please watch this this movie before you uh get it spoiled mm-hmm. 
by two dudes in a basement, you know? Like, <laughs> just go. Uh, <laughs> just give it a fucking go. Just give it a go, shoot your shot, and then come back here and listen to us. You'll never know if you don't shoot your shot, as yep. a wise man once said. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just um, get into it. But like, yeah, here's New Year's Evil. So we get in the um, beginning. It's like they're setting up for this, uh, this like New Year's show, where they're gonna take phone calls and play the hottest, hippest new wave rock punk music it's almost like total request live but way cooler um way cooler in 80s and apparently you can just swear like a fucking sailor and no one did i just date myself does anyone remember i remember trl carson daly and trl i remember trl the biggest (laughs) the biggest scam of trl my my dude is that it'd be like, you can request songs, and then they play like a, yeah. a minute of yeah, a music video. I, know. I would always watch it and be like, oh my god, yes, I love it. Oh, oh it's, it's a minute. Over. I was done. And then like stupid teens screaming at Carson Daly. <laughs> 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 it's just like... It's not quite the audience in this movie. Yeah, no, it's Where? not. <laughs> Where it's just a random ass like crowd dancing to a punk band every once in a while. Dude, they're just shoving into each other, like moshing and like... It's like they got a bunch of random people and were just like, hey, just like pretend this is a real concert. Just and like, go just, insane. Just mosh. Just go ham. Um, but they're setting up this like this concert and, you know, we get our main character who's like the host hostess. Her name is the concert. Her, her stage name is Blaze. Yeah. Um, but it's like Diane something like I can't remember their last name, but um. like. She's getting ready, and she's getting all this, like, pop, like, really, like, heavy makeup and, like, this, like, flashy outfit on and everything. And then, like, her her... son walks in, and I was like, she's a mom? Okay. This is fine. Um, But her son walks in, and he's really, he he wants to tell her about his, his part that he got. In the TV show. So I thought they they did this a little later because don't we see like the gr- one woman getting murdered and then they have the joyride and then the son comes in once she's getting dressed. Am I crazy? Maybe. I think so. Okay. So uh, just real quick. So before the son comes in, because mm-hmm. you're right, that does happen because there's two like very quick scenes. Yeah, because so, so it's like her um, her friend who also I guess is like she she kind of works with her in like the business so to speak. But she's uh, also kind of like putting on makeup and she's in her bathroom. And she keeps hearing this like water dripping. So she turns off the bathtub and then she hears like a knock at the door. Well, it's not a knock. It's like someone like jiggling the the handle, the handle and opening it a little bit. And then so she goes in and inspects that and the, the water starts dripping again. And then she turns the water off and gets pulled into the, the bathtub. And, and you and see like, like a you, knife come out. You see him like switch a switchblade and then pull her into the it past the curtain and you hear cutting noises and opening credits and then the opening credits over a bunch of like punks like free riding in the streets and spitting on other drivers spitting on drivers and like like, looking at titties from a van (laughs) and like just like just all set to total mayhem to the theme song to the theme song new year's evil called new year's evil and it's a goddamn jam if we weren't 
if I was if this wasn't gonna get flagged, I would. Uh, I would. I don't know if anyone owns the copyright on this song, but I hope they don't. But just it's on. If it's even on Spotify, just so just like a New Year's Evil, and the, it'll come up. It's it's by a, Shadow. It's a bop. It is. It is so good. It is. Oh God, I love this theme song. It's great, and it's just like them writing down like fucking Sunset Trip or whatever, just having a fucking ball. So now back to where alex was well so first we see them pull up to like the the show yeah it's like a hotel and you know they're like asking for their tickets and they're all fucking goofing around and then we get the sun comes in yep now the sun comes in and this is where now we're back up to the timeline so i just wanted to go over those two quick quick scenes because they're not like super important but um they're just kind of fun little introduction scenes oh it's great of like the whole like tone of the movie because it's like literally you get the juxtaposition of the woman getting murdered in the bathtub and then the punk song and, and the, the fucking fu- awesome and the fucking, song like, people like ro- like being all rowdy and shit <laughs> because that's literally the entire movie is like someone will get murdered and there's rowdy shit and then there's rowdy shit and then someone gets murdered yeah and there's shit shit murder like rowdy shit murder like it's the, it's the whole fucking movie it's and it's great. great it's awesome um <clears throat> so yeah the the son is all angry because the mom's like barely paying any attention to him because he's like trying to tell her like about like how his he got this part and like all this stuff but she's just she's just focused on the show well and i think oh my god they're, they're trying to imply that this has happened before but like she's literally getting like ready to go down in like minutes yeah on live television so of course she would be busy yeah and uh, this is one of my major nitpicks with this movie is they don't really establish they try and establish like this disconnect between the mom and the son but mm-hmm. it doesn't it's not really believable in a way like i don't know like it, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's not only... it's not convincing. I get what they're trying to do, but it's it just didn't convince me that that's what's going on. Like, why the son's so like upset and angry? Maybe it's just me, but I didn't I didn't feel that. I didn't feel for the son being neglected by his mom. It's a, I mean, it's only convincing if you like consider that like they're supposed to imply that this happens all the time. And I get that, but they didn't really have that air. Like it just yeah, because like, like the mom. The mom is literally going on live television. She's a TV show host. I guess she ignores her son, but she like she does try and invite him down and wants to see him there and everything. So she's not like the most neglectful parent yeah. we've ever seen in a movie. And that's why I just I wasn't convinced by that. Like I was just like was like okay, but again, little nitpick. That's that's like <clears throat> again one of the, like the one of the little things I had about this movie. I didn't really get that whole yeah. subplot, and it doesn't really go anywhere. So. Well, you get the the ending, right? The boom. Well, yeah, and you know, I understand that, but like, I just it it doesn't pay off as well as I yeah. think it sh- it could have, um, if they established this more. Yeah, like if even if the son had said like something like, "Oh, you like, you know, like you do this every single time, and you always ignore me." He never met. He never says anything like that. No, he just. He just he just gets really gets upset quiet. and then says like okay I'm just gonna watch it here like a little yeah. crybaby, um, <laughs> even though after she like invites him to watch it uh, like live and like come down and support her, so um, now we get the it's called Hollywood Hotline um, it's like this big punk show New Year's Eve thing they're doing a multicast with a bunch of different networks in each time zone. 
And they're they're counting down to midnight. They're basically going to drop the ball in four different locations because of different time zones. Um, so they have New York, Chicago, Calif- Chicago, California, and Aspen, Aspen, Colorado, of all places. For Mountain Time, out of every place, it's Aspen. They couldn't. I mean, if you're going to go Colorado, why not Denver? Yeah, I mean, like Denver's I, the big city. Maybe, maybe back in the maybe I just don't know. I wasn't born then, so it's like maybe back in the eighties, Aspen was a huge thing. Aspen was hopping. Maybe Aspen was hot shit back then, and it's all like the skiers and. Like I have yeah. nothing against Aspen. Like if there's any listeners in Aspen, I'm sorry. I have nothing against you. I just don't know why you're. It's not the metropolis. Why were you hot shit in the eighties? That's all I'm asking. They had the best cocaine. I guess they did. Okay. All that powder on the ground. It's not, not snow. snow. <laughs> in Aspen, Colorado, the cocaine flows freely. If it flows so much, you can ski and skateboard, snowboard on it. Skateboard. Wow. Snowboard on it. Okay, so anyway, so she's doing the hotline. One person requests, uh, um, we don't need no education. Which is a riff on Pink Floyd. Yep, and then uh, she answers the next call, and it's this guy with this, like, distorted voice. He's using, like, this voice modulator, and he says his name is Evil. You can call me Evil. And he's going to kill someone at the drop of midnight for every time zone someone's going to die. This is okay. So this is like the major, major nitpick I have with this movie. Mm. Like, is this specific call? Yeah. Just because of what he says in the call. See, I don't remember him saying like it'll be someone important. He does say that because he only, at, at least, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he does say like it'll be someone significant to you. Maybe I, I missed I, that. Maybe I'll have to watch it again. But I, I swear to God, he says something like that where it's like someone like that's important to you but maybe he doesn't i don't know maybe i'm wrong because only but because i mean spoilers he only kills one person significant to her yes by the end or maybe he mentioned something like i've already killed someone significant to you maybe yeah. i'm just i don't know i it was like it was like Possibly. It, it was like an hour ago so i i can't really it was remember. an hour ago and it I was two beers ago i can't remember all the specifics and yes i am getting a little bit of a buzz so like sue me if i'm wrong okay it was two beers ago so possibly but essentially that's that's the gimmick of the movie is at midnight each time zone someone's gonna die yep and again again that's a small bitch because it does work out in the end like there's a reason Mm -hmm. he's doing all this right there's a reason for it so it's like i can't bitch too much because it's not like a gigantic plot hole or anything and we get don't worry we get an awesome movie so then she's like, well, you know, whatever, like, doesn't think it's, like, a real phone call. But she like, does end up telling somebody about it, like... She does, like, beef up security because of it, because she is a little worried that someone's gonna, like, attack the studio or something. Yeah. So she does call in, like, a detective, and they beef up security and whatever. So she takes a few more calls, and then the band, they're like, okay, now we have Shadow with New, New Year's Evil, and I'm and like, we they're get the really... Song. This was the point where I thought they were gonna play... <laughs> that song like the whole movie they don't so don't worry um but it it, i i didn't really care because the fucking main theme is great but But we get other but we get other songs so don't worry you you get more punk songs and some blues stuff which is odd we'll get there but um so now because we get the guy we see him like exiting the phone booth that he's calling from yep he gets off the phone from calling hollywood hotline and goes into a sanitarium 
and they're watching the fucking punk rock telecast. Yep. All the while you hear the theme for the movie. You hear the theme as he's like goes in there. He goes in like a closet, dresses up as like a orderly and uh, meets this woman. He like immediately starts macking on this woman. Oh yeah, and he just starts flirting with her and is like You know, he's like a good-looking guy, so she's like she's into it and And everything. he got like he has a fucking... He has, like, smooth moves, too. Like, he knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> he knows what to say. And he pulls out a fucking bottle of champagne and... And um, I want you to remember this, because, again, this is another thing I had wrong with the movie. Mm-hmm. This is, like, another, like, small bitch. Um, and I think that ends my bitches. It's just three, I think. But um, What's this I'll, one? I'll get to the end. I'll tell you in a minute. I'll... Oh. Do you, want me to, do you want me to say it now? Sure. It's, like, a big spoiler, so... I will, we'll keep going. Okay. Um, All right. I'll just say at the end, but just remember this because I think again, uh, if I'm here and if I'm hearing the like the the dialogue wrong in the movie, um, we'll see. But I I'm not sure what you're referring to, but we'll get there. It's okay. We'll get we'll get there. I, I'll explain. <laughs> I'll explain everything. Don't worry. Because um, he um just remind me to get back to that because after it's probably gonna be have to be after. That we get through with the play-by-play. Okay. So um, he gets the sanitarium. He max on this woman. Um, he pulls out the champagne, and like they go to a private room, and they have like the little fucking medicine paper cups, and they pour the champagne in there as they're waiting for the countdown in New York. Yep. So as this is going on, this is when she's beefing up security. We she's also talking- get um. They put on a fucking. This is when they play the uh, blues slow jam yep so they play the blue slow jam while she's like trying to talk to the security guy about like being like saying like hey like we just need to like up security here and everything and they're like it's probably just a fucking crank yes but but we'll be here and they they're playing the fucking slow blues sex music as the guy and the woman are dancing yep and then he lays her down on like the the gurney and like starts like kissing her down there and then like uh, you can see as they're like, there's like 30 seconds left and he starts recording. And he turns on his recorder and it starts fucking, the, the countdown's going like 10, 9, 8, 7. He pulls out his knife and as soon as it hits midnight. He stabs her and records he her. her screaming. Records her screaming. And, and I love these, I love the, the sound editing. I love when sound editing does this where she's like screaming and the screaming goes into the band, like the, well, cause the it's lead like, singer screaming at the same pitch. Well, that and like, it also does like, he stabs her and it's like the fucking people watching the New Year's ball drop are blowing on that like. The horns. That like horn that like rolls out of your mouth. Yep. It's it's clever. And so then, um, so she's like expecting a next call. And I guess, so when they were beefing up security, they were like, Hey, like next, if he's going to call again, keep him on the phone and we can, we can triangulate the call and like figure out where he is. Yeah. So he calls again and he explains that he's killed someone because she, like he doesn't, he doesn't give a list of demands. He's just going to kill someone. Well, he's just going to kill someone. And then at the very end of the night, he's going to kill her. Yeah. That's what he says. So, um, he, but he plays the audio mm-hmm. and they hear it. And so the cop, and he also tells her like where, like where to go, like, or, or the cops where to go. Yeah. He tells them exactly where he is. Like where the murder happens. He's just going to leave. He's like, Oh, you can find the body at the sanitarium. Yeah. And like, 
bye felicia you know like he's <laughs> like he's like bye bitch i'm i'm out like you're not gonna find me you're gonna find yeah. the body and then like one of the other orderlies is like walking around and sees a shoe a bloody shoe and opens up the fucking like closet and it's just like the uh, the woman that he killed with like her throat cut this is where we get like i don't know the movie gets kind of like i'm glad these scenes don't last long with the sun like i don't know what the fuck is going on half the time with these fucking like all that all that it's doing is telling you that that dude ain't right yeah that's that's what that's what you get that dude ain't right we get like a little scene of the son like the mom calls the son in the in the room to check up on him and he's taking pills he like slowly like answers the phone. Oh my god! Like a snail's pace, reaches for the phone and answers it. Takes some pills. I thought he was like committing suicide or something, and then like starts sniffing his mom's like panties, and then like cuts them, and then like not panties, like pantyhose, and like cuts them, and then like puts it over his fucking face, and then like starts watching like his mom gyrating on. And the then, TV. Oh, and he pierces and he, his ear. He pierces his own ear just like for no reason, and is like, "Why don't you lo-? like?" It's basically like, "Why don't you love me?" And like, you think I'm insane? You think like, I'm nuts? And I'm just like, "Yeah, we kind of do right now." It's like, "Yep, we uh, uh, we do actually." Yeah, um, <laughs> dude's off his rocker right now. So anyway, then we like get her. Then it's like at the actual like hotline thing, and she's like dancing to the music, and it's like another fake band it's uh what like made in japan made in japan and they're like uh dancing and everything and we get i love i love the scenes of the crowd because it's just again, ham. again they're just going absolutely nuts they, they gave uh, them that good fucking cocaine and they're they just did. going insane i love it it's hilarious to watch the crowd in this it's it's the best like like fake crowd ever it's so good it's it's so amazing so anyway now we get a now we get a quick scene of the guy like our murderer guy he's putting on like a fake mustache and like a like a a suit and he goes into like a bar where they're playing like this like disco shit and and again the crowd is amazing because it's like all these like middle-aged people now like just dancing yeah. it's like the other like the punk is just like all these like super young people dressed as like punk rockers going insane and then it cuts to this bar and it's all these like middle-aged couples in like suits yes just like slow bopping yep <laughs> it's <fucking> great <laughs> and he so- sees like he sees these two women at the bar and like one of them walks away and he he has his target yep and he starts macking on this woman and like telling her how he knows Eric Estrada and he's going to go to a party with him and all this stuff. And like, you should come with me. Well, and we also get a quick scene of saying, um, them saying, okay, like, well, he's actually, he's obviously murdered people. We know he's murdered. He's telling blaze. Like we, he's murdered someone. You're like literally the only contact Mm -hmm. that, um, he has at the moment. So you need to keep him on the phone next time or whatever. I keep him on the phone longer. Yeah. They're trying to like get, to where this guy is because he's obviously going to kill again and they do like other like investigative stuff like they ask her like you know even though he is using like a voice modulator like does he sound familiar in any way yes doesn't but 
he picks up this woman and she drags her friend along. Yep. And he's like super annoyed, you can tell, because he, like they're both talking and he's just, just like chauffeuring them around. Well, because he's like well, he's on a time staring crunch. at his like t- clock. Well, because he has to kill someone by midnight. Like uh, that's Each hour. the rules, right? Yeah. That's that's his own rules. And like the woman's just talking about like how she does like transcendental meditation and she's like, Yeah, it helped me with my what the fuck was it? She had like some sort of disorder and she's like going to help my friend with her explosive diarrhea. Yep. And then she's like, stop it. And her friend's like, like, please don't. And she just talks about like all the like stupid, like self help shit. I just love it. Cause it's pretty hilarious. Like, just seeing how annoyed and how like frustrated he's getting because he's looking at like, he's like, God, I need to kill the, I need to kill one of these like ladies by like midnight. And then they're like, one of them's like, can we make a pit stop? And so they stop at a liquor store, and he's like, perfect. He's like, hey, you want some weed? And like, well, no, he tells one of them, like, he gives her, like, a $100 bill, and he's like, just get the best, like, most expensive bottle of champagne you can. Hmm. Sends her away. Mm-hmm. Tells the other one, like, you want some you want some grass, I love, some good I stuff? I fucking love this scene. This is the best fucking bag murder on the planet. Well, he, so he has the bag of weed. And he just drapes it over her head and chokes her to death. And as she's choking, you, you can, can see, see the fucking weed in, in the, the bag. bag. Like, our dude has some fucking weed, probably expensive, and it's just fucking just fuck it. He's just killing a girl with a weed bag. It's great. It's it's. I loved this murder scene. It's so fucking, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it just he's on a mission because he doesn't even dump it out like he no. doesn't even like act like quote-unquote accidentally like dump the weed out and then no, he just the leaves bag it in there it's just, it's just, it's like fuck it he's like you, you need to die it's almost midnight <laughs> <laughs> but like so he kills her and the then, other woman walks out and the car is gone yep and, and there's so, just a shoe so she finds a shoe and then she starts walking and she's in, she's another shoe and then she sees like the like that's a part of the dress the blouse the, like yeah. hanging out of the dumpster and she's like oh no and I'm like here we go I'm like was she gonna find the body how would he display her this time but she opens it and it's him it's him and with like she, a fucking lighter in front of his and face. he like drags her into the dumpster and you just hear them tossing in the dumpster and then you get another phone call and he again gives him the address everything so they show up and they find like the fucking dumpster with all the shoes and everything and the cop like opens it because there's like a little 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 drop of blood there and there's a little kitty cat that comes out and we and get like... a kitten jump scare and the cop like is like more blood the, the kitten jump scare the the best jump scare in any horror movie i mean i'm not gonna lie kitten. that's probably the only jump scare in the movie well i love how the only jump scare in the whole movie is a fake out a with, fake out. with a fucking cat the actual numerous deaths they just don't give a fuck. They're like, here you go. Like, you can't even technically call the one where he, she finds the dude in the dumpster a jump scare because it's not like it happens suddenly. She slowly opens the lid, yeah. and then he turns on the lighter. They also they don't do, like, the loud music or anything no. either. Which, I mean, hey, I appreciate it. So this was some... Actually, like, I, I'll be honest. This was, like, probably the creepiest imagery of the entire movie when the cops find the bodies of the two women. Because they're following this blood trail, and it's like a... POV shot of just like someone shining a flashlight and you get this like woman like 
just like kind of displayed in like someone's yard. She's like hanging on these two like um the things you like the hanging rings. I don't like know a like a like a playground. Yeah, I don't know what you call them, but the, she's like both her arms are in these rings, and she's like leaning forward, and there's like a bloody weed bag over her. So it's head. still got the weed in the bag, mind you. And they find her, and then they go over. This is like money shots for slashers. Like yeah, like this shot coming up. Is like Kino money shot for a it slasher is. flick. I loved this fucking. I know. Like for slasher fans, this was fucking perfect. Because the one bitch about this movie is that there's not a lot of like on-screen blood. No, but this, this is probably the goriest like you see in the entire movie. But in any like good slasher, you have to have the scenes where they find the bodies and it's like a money shot. So we they he like POV is looking around. And there's like a little like playground slide, and yep, he sees a bloody like, like purse, like a purse, and he picks it up, and as it's like on camera, the fucking body just slides down the fucking slide, and you see her head and the throat, and like I don't know, that was set up so well. I mm. I really loved it. I don't care how like they try, they don't. The beauty of it, they, they don't even try and explain how he fucking how the murderer set that up. We don't need it. We don't need it because well. that would never fucking happen. No, and like, I don't care. It, it's fine. You it's get fine. <laughs> it's fucking and, fine. And re- <laughs> I just I love the imagery and like I don't know what we were, we were talking. Um, for some reason, even from like seventy nine, the jump from seventy nine to eighty, the lighting. I don't know what it is about lighting in the eighties, but like it got a million times better. Yeah, because like dark. I'm so sorry. Like specifically, like dark scenes. Like yeah, lighting, like scenes, lighting dark scenes. Especially like, I don't know why, but nighttime scenes. Well, even just like just look so good. Even like natural lighting, like they do like street lamps. They look better. They're brighter. They're like, every, you can see more like detail and everything. Like, this whole scene was, like, illuminated by fucking flashlights, and mm-hmm. it looks a million times better than anything we saw in the 70s. I know. It, it's I like, know. It's fucking weird. I know. <laughs> like, and, uh, but he's, like, and then it's, like, you know, on to the next victim. So he's driving down this road, and he's dressed <laughs> like a fucking, like, priest. I, know? this is, like, the weirdest fucking, like, scene. This is the weirdest, like, veer off, because... He's like dressed as a priest and he's at a fucking stoplight and these bikers start hassling him. They like flip him off and everything and so he what happens like I how does he like crash into one of them? Well, he's like distracted and he's not looking and then he just smashes into one of their bikes. Yeah. And they start attacking him. And then he like backs up and like reverses and like there's a like a little chase scene. Well, he drives into a drive-in that's playing a a fucking the world's longest horror trailer apparently yeah for blood blood, blood feast, feast and, and uh blood something i don't even I, know i don't even know they're, they're they're like kind of fit. one of them is an actual real movie i think blood feast is real blood feast is a real movie but like um it's like there's a whole thing about it on the imdb trivia page go look at it. I, I don't want to explain it right now it's a thing it's it doesn't matter because it's just like these like kind of like fakish uh horror trailers and he's just watching it and trying to hide from this motorcycle gang and then they they just drive in there and he sees them and he gets out and they just start like f- 
looking for like every because he drives a mercedes we they also just, get they just start harassing every mercedes they can find well we also get scenes of like a dude like fondling like a woman's breasts and like they're like she's like <laughs> she's like she's like not now maybe in the next movie no she's like he's like please she's like not now maybe maybe on monday and he, he but he just keeps fondling her like <laughs> And then, so, our dude sees the motorcyclist coming, he's like, oh, fuck, and so he, like, gets out of the car and, like, literally, like, takes the kid, like... Well, no, I forget, he runs into a biker and it stabs him to death. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah, he's like, oh, he's like, <laughs> well, no, I, oh, sorry, I wrote it in my notes, okay, I got the actual quote. Because the biker is like, um, what's up, fucker, or something. Yeah, but he's like, what's up, fucker, and he's like... I'm a man of God, not violent, and immediately fucking stabs the dude. Like just like like immediately, immediately. after saying, "I'm a man of God, not violence." And then, uh, and then he finds the car with the two the with the couple, and like beats the shit out of the guy, throws him out, and fucking like carjacks the car with the woman still in there, and drives out of there, and then he's just. You know, the time's ticking. He, he's basically like, the time's ticking, and he's like, this will have to do. You know what? I'm just fucking... Because he doesn't even bother to get the girl out of the car. Like, she just stays in the car, so he's like, fuck it. Like, it's fine. Well, she's Whatever. Like, I don't she's have like any time. She's pleading for her life. Like, do you need money? Like, we can do it if you want to. So, like, it almost runs into these two drunk guys, uh, like, leaving on a New Year's Eve party, and they... <laughs> And they're just like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, watch where you're fucking going. And the woman runs into the park. And then the guy runs, and then the police show up and investigate, like, the car and everything. Well, they they show up, and they're mostly, like, talking to the fucking drunks. And they're like, there's a fucking psycho in the woods, like. And he's, like, looking for her, and she's hiding under, like, it's like a bathroom or something. It's like, so it's in a park, so they're next to where, like... It's like a baseball a field. A baseball field, so I think it's like a bathroom or like a, a, like a concession stand kind of thing. And he's getting closer and closer to her, and he knows where she is, and then as soon as he's going to, like, pounce, cop calls. because well, he's, like, t- taunting her. He's, like, yeah. tapping on, like, everything with his knife and Getting everything. closer and closer. And he's, like, smiling, you think he's going to, like, you know, like, fucking get, get his next body before midnight, but nah... The cops show up before he, they can't. He, he has can't. to run. And, and then we see, like... Our dude failed. And then the next thing is, like, the cops basically lock down the concert thing. They're basically... So they basically tell the attendees, like, if you leave this dance floor, you will not be allowed back in. Because they're thinking that the guy is going to... Is probably going to be among them. So we get the exterior of the play... Of the studio. And they're, like, trying to... Like one guy's trying to get in, and they're and not letting they're anybody. They're not in. letting anyone in, and the, our dude shows up in like a, a a yellow like he like hitchhiked. Yeah, he hitchhiked, and he's there. like, "Go with God, he's like, son. go with God, son," and like still in character <laughs> with the fucking priest. And then he goes like around because he sees so they're not the, letting anybody anybody in. Yeah, because the whole reason they were showing the guy not being let in is so that our murderer guy can see that they're not like letting no matter in. what. Yeah. And at this point, um, honestly, you could probably guess who the murderer is, because they kind of keep mentioning the husband is away somewhere. Well, because in the beginning of the movie, the our woman, the main late, the main woman calls him, and she's just kind of annoyed, and she's just like, "Oh, he's just fucking taking cocaine and like doing his shit." Yeah. Whereas the son tries calling him and just says he can't get through to him. Yes. 
So, so you kind of you kind of piece together what's going on, but like that's not the point of the movie, so it's fine. Um, it's okay. And he so goes around he, the back. He goes around the back. He goes in the parking garage and sees like two cops patrolling the entrance from the parking garage. So he like calls one of them over with a country yokel accent. It's like, hey, there's a bot. There's a drunk over here. Hey, come over here, cop. I think I found a a, a drunk over here. And then he walks over. He nails him with a brick. Like bashes him over the head and takes his uniform and walks in. Yep. And starts like he gets down to like. It's like the maintenance floor. What's weird is he has like a steamer trunk full of just equipment there. That he can use to like rig up the elevator. So he like gets changed in like a track suit. And then we get a scene of the woman. She's going to go change like outfits for the next two like ball drops. And um, the cop is there. And, he, and he's been ordered to, like, follow her around everywhere. So he, like, investigates her room and everything. Right. So she... And then he just finds the son in there. And he's kind of just peeved at her. Yeah, he gets upset and he leaves in, in like, a hurry, right? And so she, um, she's, like, changing and she's getting, like, new makeup on. And we see our... We see the mask. We see our mask. I just... Which, wow. I, mean, I mean, it's not really, like... I mean, it's not even a big deal because we know. Well, and the thing is, it's like, why the... Ma- I, I get what they were going for with the mask after seeing the movie, but it didn't... It obviously didn't spawn a franchise, so there's no point. Um, Every... It's a slasher movie, and I think they figured every fucking killer needs a mask. Well, and they're like, oh, well, maybe if the, this does spawn a franchise, at least we'll have a mask to, like, have the murderer in. It is the weirdest fucking mask I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what it is. It's like an old dude making like a fucking. It looks like a fucking mix of like those really racist movies where they would like tape their eyes like. Oh, back. to be pretend to be Asian. It's, it's like a mix of that and like Richard Nixon. I yeah. Where to God? They just like combined <laughs> both of those, and we're just like like a, like a cartoonization of Richard Nixon and a cartoonization of white dudes trying to play Asian people together together like, in it, a mask. It's I, just I don't fucking I don't weird. fucking understand it. I don't know why they did chose this mask. It doesn't look frightening. It just looks hilarious, and it's it's like meme movie mask. It's like well, because. Every time you see it, it just looks like a fucking, like, creep. Like It's ridiculous. It, it, it looks like someone who farted it is, <laughs> and is waiting for everyone in the room to, like, sniff it. It is absolutely ridiculous. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, it is absolutely insane. But he walks up to her, and she sees it, and then he takes it off, and it's we the see hu- it's, it's the husband. It's the hubby, and we get that she thinks it's the hub- husband, and we now immediately... Like, if you didn't know now, you know, it, like... You know, because she literally reacts like the it's the husband, and we know it's the murderer because we've seen him on screen murdering yeah. people. So they don't hide it or anything. So it's him, and you know he's like, "This is like I wanted to surprise you," and all this stuff. And it, this conversation escalates very quickly because he goes into like how she's neglecting like the son and stuff like that and she's like well we like i don't have we don't have time to like discuss this now yeah it's like but i gotta go she, well she also mentions like well i don't know if you know like something's been going on like and he's like what she's like well you haven't watched like the news or anything but and then she has to go on to like do the remaining stuff and he's like yeah i'll i'll be there i'll yeah. be down there 
And she's like, how did you get in? Oh, no, because as they're leaving, one of the cops is like, how did you get in? Like, we're not letting anybody in. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I called her agent. And the cops immediately, like, this bullshit. Like, no. And, well, he said he called the agent, and then the agent, like, talked to one of the detectives or, like, the one of the cops. And he gives, like, a fake ban- badge number. I don't know why he has such an elaborate... It's very elaborate. But the, the cop immediately thinks it's suspicious because it is... And goes and investigates it. Well, he calls, like, someone else to, like, ask them, like, what's the, what the deal is. So now, um, it gives a it gives a reason why the cops spring into action, though. So I guess it, it makes sense. Well, but... it's, it's there for a reason. Um, so anyway, now the guy, it goes back into the maintenance hatch and gets on the cameras and he can manipulate the, the elevators now. So he's looking at the elevator as the cop is writing down to, like, where the concert is with our main main character and he starts fucking with the elevator yeah and like you know she like stops it and then he just starts he just drops the elevator yep so he drops it all the way down to his level stops it immediately so they're kind of like you know laying on the floor they're all disoriented like disoriented he knocks the cop out with his like with he just kick, kicks him he kicks him in the face and then like he gets the woman up and like uh, basically it's weird he like she at first okay so at first he acts like he's saving her like Mm -hmm. right because he like he acts like he found the elevator and like it went down all fast and she's like very thankful but she's still saying like i have to like the show must go on basically she's like the show must go on and then he like immediately snaps we also get like i don't remember when but at some point a scene of like the cops talking to like the producer being like, well, he also talks guy. to the main detective and saying like, Hey, like, you did know, did you okay this guy to come in? And like, they're like, no, we didn't. But then they find out also like that the husband spent time in the sanitarium. Okay. So this is my question. Mm. Okay. And like I said, this is my small bitch. This is like where I wanted to reveal. This is like what mm. I was going to talk about. So if the husband spent time in the sanitarium, I get. I, mean, I guess that would make sense because maybe the orderly is new or whatever, and she didn't recognize him. But yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't one of the people recognize him in the sanitarium? I mean, I, it would depend on. He only when ran they into one. When. He he only ran into one person. Yeah. I know that, but like, I guess maybe she didn't. She didn't work there when. I guess, yeah, when did he spend time at the Because he could have been there when he was young. Yeah, it's true. Not now. That's fair. They just never really explain any of that, like he, that he had any connection with the sanitarium. My assumption is that he was there when he was, like, young, because I doubt that he was there, you know, when he married <laughs> the fucking woman. It would have just been cool to, like, see him show, like, maybe, like, some disdain for the, like, the sanitarium, like, maybe, like some foreshadowing no it's all about uh it's all about getting back well i, I mean i understand but it's like, about getting back at like i said it's waifu. Su- it's such a small bitch it doesn't even matter so it doesn't matter because really at the doesn't. end of the day he just doesn't like women well so he like he snaps and he basically says that the son like got that acting job on his own volition he didn't even mention that his mother was blaze because she's like really big he didn't mention on, his mother like, was famous on, telev- on television and, like, and you didn't care 
And she's, like, trying to explain how she, like, she does care and everything. And he's like, no, like, that's all women do is say they care, but they don't actually care. And You're all, like, sluts and that's why liars. Had, and... That's why I had to specifically kill women and all this stuff. He's just a raging misogynist. Huge misogynist. And is very, like, misguided and thinking that every wim- women, like, every woman, women, wow, I cannot talk. Sorry. Every woman is, like out to get him and out to get men and like he's just he acts like a well he also thinks that he's like defect like i guess protecting his son yeah from other women because they're gonna like treat him wrong and he's stuff like you like know he, you're trying to turn on our own son like who would do that and all this stuff god he like it it's convincing too because it's like he, he's just like you're just like seeing him turn into this he's already murdered a bunch of people but his like conviction is like yeah such a giant dick bag convention so like his reason for killing all these women is like the fucking douchiest thing on the planet <laughs> well that i'm like i mean it's the fucking most misogynistic <laughs> asshole-ish reason to kill these women these well, poor women that he's just like picking just up mess the yeah. yeah and you do get one of, I think, your, probably your favorite lines when he's, like, he puts his, like, head on, like, her chest. It's This is my favorite line of the entire movie. It's like, I can hear your heartbeat. I don't like that. I don't like that. And then he starts getting her ready. Yep. He, like, strings her up. He, like, raises the elevator. Oh, he also says, okay, sorry, I'm, sorry I have to interject a little bit because he also says a quote that's very 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 relatable to anyone who lived through oh 20, yeah yeah through i had 20, a, he's like third 2020 i've had a very bad year <laughs> it's like right before he gets her up and everything it's he's like, like i've had a very bad year next year it's gonna be better yep because he's like talking about like new year's resolutions because it's new year's evil mm-hmm. so it's like he's talking about like his resolution is to let, never let women like bring him down again and, and he's gonna spend all it's only gonna be him and his son he also mentions that like in the weirdest fucking like fashion he mentions that the basically the wife has castrated him by not yes. letting him be like a man. What? Yeah. What a fucking. And that's u- all women do. And he's like, I'm not gonna let you do that to our what son. An absolute fucking unit. This fucking stupid fucking idiot. Like, goddamn. And he's not gonna let her castrate their boy either. Well, no. Ever. They're, they're not gonna castrate him. And I'm a huge fucking douchebag, misogynistic asshole. <laughs> Fuck. But he strings her up and like. What he, he like, does is like he there's like a ch- that chain that hangs off the bottom of like elevators. Yeah. He like ties her like handcuffs her to that. And starts basically he's like you're going to have a lot of time to think going up and going down. Yep. Cuz what he's going to basically does is he lifts her up so all he, the way to the top of the building. That's why it showed that he can manipulate the elevator yeah. because like he's <laughs> yeah, he's going to take the, all the way to the top and then all the way to the bottom all and the smash way. her. And we get some get some good stunts because we get, like, a fucking stunt person just hanging off an elevator. Well, yeah, like, they actually did that. It's not, like, they... It's not trickery. They didn't cheese it. No, it's not... It's not f- trickery. So they lift her up, and she's, like, they're dropping her down, and she, like, he, like, starts, like, moving it down very quickly. 
and the cops show up and like blow up the circuit board. Well, yeah, we get like a shootout and they blow up the circuit board right before the end. Yep. So she so it stops before she can like die. And they chase him up the like to the very top of the building. And he puts on his fucking memer mask. He puts on the memer mask and then quotes fucking Hamlet. And drops. And they're like, I love how the, like he's like looking at like the edge of the fucking building. And the cops like, don't don't do it. You creep. They're just like, oh, fuck, fuck. He's going to kill himself. Yep. And then he does. And he fucking yeets himself off the building. I just love how the cops are like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, God damn it. And then he yeets himself off dies and his son is there like fucking devastated yep like and he takes his mask off and the next thing we see is the woman on like a gurney getting loaded into an ambulance and they loaded in the fucking orderly's like okay let's go and And then then, like you see the mask turning around and it's the son in the meme mask and he fucking murdered the uh driver he looks over and the driver's dead in the passenger seat and then end movie. End movie, and we well, get the. Let's say they drive away and end movie. And we get the awesome theme song again. Yep. I guarantee they were trying to like set this up for like a fucking like. Were they? I well, I, I, I guarantee. I almost guarantee they were hoping this gained a sequel because they obviously wanted to use that mask more. Which, okay, what kind of a unit makes a slasher movie that doesn't end on a fucking like gotcha? Well, Everyone. Of course, of course they have to have the gotcha. Of course they do. But you like, can't. You can't. Like, but no. Why introduce the mask if they're not if they're not going to try and make that like a thing? I have no idea. You know why? Because some... they, of course there has to be a gotcha. But the gotcha could have just been the sun in the seat. No, they didn't have to put the mask on him. We had to have the mask because um, I want it. The, I want that mask really bad. Because if you show up wearing that thing at a party, I guarantee you, you would get a lot of laughter. Everyone would be like, "What the." F- fuck are you wearing yeah it's not just look it up look up new year's evil just look up new year's evil you can even just look up new year's evil and the mask will show up i did for getting yeah like an instagram post for this because yeah if you look up like pictures from this movie like the mask is prominently there which is kind of weird because like it's only in the movie for like five minutes i don't get why it's a big thing i really don't um there's no reason for it but I don't know. Anyway, like, mask aside, this movie is actually pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's 80s slasher steez. I liked this a lot. And it's great. There's some great imagery in here. The effects are really good. I think they're well done. I think the story is simple, but, like, good enough to, like, continue the movie, like, carry the movie the entire way through. It goes by... At it goes a very good quick. pace. Yeah, like it, it's well paced. There's no like really like slowdown times because it's like only an hour and a half long. But he's literally just murdering people like the entire movie, and you get a few snippets of her like reacting to him. But like mostly it's just him like slashing people. And there's only like seven deaths in this movie, but they're all like really well shot. They're really well done. I don't know. Like for a B movie. You could do a lot, a lot worse than this movie. Oh, a lot worse. Like, even in the slasher genre, there's, like, a ton of shittier slashers. Yeah, no, this is, this is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Like, I'm, I almost maybe might add this to my New Year's, uh, like, 
watchathon if I like ever do one. I mean, that's the only. It's the only like New Year's th- unless you want to watch the fucking rom com bullshit. Yeah, New not, Year's Day whatever. Not including that nonsense. Yeah, but I mean, it's the only one I can think of that's like oriented around New Year's Eve and very oriented around it. Well, it's it's essential to the plot. Yeah, like it's not just like you know oh baby's first window dressing no it's very essential yes um but yeah no i like this movie a lot and uh i definitely watch it again i definitely recommend it um i think uh i think if you like this kind of shit if you like this kind of like steezy fucking like kind of campy sleazy slasher movies they're like it's actually pretty decent. I, I like. I really liked it. Um, it you owe, uh, yeah, you owe yourself a, a glance at this. If thing. you just want like a fun, turn your brain off slasher movie that you can just like enjoy and like, because even the acting's pretty good. I liked the girl who played Blaze. I thought she did a really good job. The, I liked the killer. The son was a little hammy. I will admit, like, he was a little like hamming it up. I just didn't like the son. I, I don't know. I, I thought his character was mm. kind of just all over the place, and I thought he wasn't really necessary to anything except for the boom moment. The at boom the end. at the end. Like yeah. that is the literally the only reason the son is in the entire movie, and it's kind of like weird. I wish they would have <laughs> fleshed him out a little bit more, but they didn't. He's just for the boom at the end. Pretty um, much. But like I liked every other character, like even like the short times the detectives are on the sh- like the movie, they're not bad. The band is convincing. Um, oh, we get the the lit the, music. The lit music. I, I mean, it looks really good. The cinematography is pretty decent. There's just nothing to really hate here if no. you're if you're a fan of these kind of movies. If you're not a fan of these kind of movies, you're probably gonna hate it. Yes. And I I totally understand how people could not like this movie but i really liked it i thought it was entertaining as hell and i wish it was longer because i was just enjoying the hell out of it no i think um i mean for me it's also good because it just there's no fat it's right meat. <clears throat> exactly it's, it's, it's cut all the fats cut out it's just, it's just a quick fun little slasher ride that's all that's, that's and that's all you need sometimes it's just entertaining it's just it grabs you it keeps you interested the whole time, and then it ends on a high note, and you're good. Like, and you're, you're just good, like, yeah. okay, you know what? Hour and a half well spent. You got a smile on your face. Exactly. It's fine. Um, shitty to pretty. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like, we're going to give this pretty high praises. I no, mean, well, it's it's a one. Yeah, it's a one. After all that, it's a one. I hated it. No, I, uh, I'd give it a nine. I'd give it a nine just because, again, I had some a little nitpicks with it it's not like a perfect b movie um it's not the perfect slasher no just because there's some characters that don't go anywhere i mentioned the sun there's some like weird stuff i don't know like it's it's really good movie and like i said i you can listen to all my nitpicks during the fucking play-by-play but like (laughs) um (laughs) But, like, just for that, just for, like, all the stuff, like, it it just doesn't earn perfect praise for me. Um, yeah. Just because I think there's some things they could have done a little bit better. But, again, that doesn't take away from the fact that it's a really good movie. It doesn't take away from the fact that it's fun as fuck. It is fun as fuck to watch. Um, and I definitely think you should watch yes. it. Um, hopefully, by this point, you have watched it. 
and you agree with us. If you don't, I get it. But, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. You like the movies you like. It's fine. It's fine. Um, this is our baby. But, uh, man, like, again, the 80s is here and it's in full force. Like, <laughs> it is in full force. Just with this movie alone, you can tell, like, this is just drenched in the fucking 80s. It's It's got that atmosphere. Yeah, it is, like, drowning in 80s, and it, which is weird. Uh, and I mentioned this while we were watching the movie. It's weird to me that, like, just a year, like, it's literally just the next decade, and the movies look so much different from the yeah. 70s. It's it's such a weird flip, because it's like, holy shit, like, this is literally, like, just a year later, and they look so much better, like, so much more colorful. I, I don't understand, like, what happened, like... <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I I like the seventies and I like movies from the seventies. One of my favorite horror movies is from the seventies, but like, I just don't understand how seventies movies look like, kind of grainy. The colors aren't as like bright and everything, and then like, and then you get like literally just like a few years later, and it looks like this. Um, you know what? You know what else it is? It, at least as far as this movie goes, it's a canon movie. Now, like, listen, I'm kind of normie, so there's probably a reason for that, and you can fucking blast me if you want to, but, like... I don't... It, it just, it just, it's a weird thing to view, literally, from the 19, 1979 to 1980, how different the fucking movies look. Yes. They look entirely different. Like, it's a whole fucking new genre. Yep. It's, it's fucking weird. I think it's weird, at least. It's just a weird <laughs> observation. But, like, that's what this podcast does. Like, you get to see... We got to kind of get to see how movies have have progressed over the years. Yeah. And that's an interesting thing, too, I think. Yeah, Um, we get to see, uh, I guess, how how the B-movie... Yep, how the B-movie, like, evolves and changes. Because, obviously, we've watched, like, Uwe Boll films, which we know, like, king, pinnacle, stupid, bullshit B-movie. It's not even worth mentioning. No. It's not. But, like, we've seen those, and, like... but. We've also seen, like, really high-class, like, B-movies that, like, not a lot of people talk about that are really good. And uh, I just, I don't know. I like that podcast because we get to see growth. We get to see, like, see everything. things happen. Well, we get to see everything. And it's great. And, uh, like, we appreciate you guys coming along for the ride. Those of you that have, or if you're new, like, welcome. It's it's gonna if this be... is your favorite movie of all time and you're going to find out about us from this, thank you. Listen, if it's your favorite movie of all time, good. Because it's actually yeah. a decent movie. Like, it's okay if it's your favorite movie because it's actually pretty good. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a really fun movie. Like, I'd definitely watch this again. And I definitely would show it to someone who um, likes, Appreciates likes these kind of slasher movies. Because I like them a lot. Um, but yeah, I, that's all I have to say. It's just a good movie. Go watch uh, New Year's Evil. Watch New Year's Evil. It's, it's defi- fucking streaming on Prime. So. Definitely worth your time. Uh, 100%. 100. Um, yeah. Any, anything else? Are no. We, we all good? Just to fucking All right, let's it. fucking end this bitch. <laughs> uh, for they mostly come out at night. This has been Will. This has been Alex. And we will talk to you all. Later. Bye-bye. Call me evil. Evil.